You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Okay, cool. Okay. One down. One more? Yeah. You got time for one more? Um, yeah, I guess if we don't go too far past yeah. 9 o'clock. So okay. I, got, I always have stuff to catch up on after I know this. what you mean. So um, we'll go Looks and Books, which is episode 11. This is the one with the uh, Parisian night suit. Oh, yes. The disco suit. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't remember a lot about or rest about this episode. I'll have to look at it real quick. Wait, let's see. I think I had it up on the screen. Didn't know. Garage door is not the right one. Looks and Books. Okay. But, well, we can save it. So for our, are you putting the recording back on? No, I'm recording. But, um, I, I never stop. Okay. Do you want to uh, continue with this one? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Hold on. Let me, you... let me read the synopsis real quick here. Okay. Oh, my God. This suit. Okay. <laughs> his hair i'm gonna have to i'm gonna dig deep on this one because i i can't remember a lot of the, about this other than that suit thing do you remember any other sideline stories that are on this uh, one? i do remember a couple of them i looked at a couple of synopses and okay. uh i do remember a little bit of the sideline here which you'll probably remember once you know once we start to okay. get into it a little bit but well, i'm i mean i'll i'll do the introduction but i'm gonna kind of let you take okay. the lead on some of this stuff because i'm having a hard time remembering other than his terrible suit but i have some stories <laughs> about that suit specifically oh my yeah. um so, it's i'm re- ready to cringe yeah no it wasn't <laughs> me it wasn't me <laughs> okay <laughs> all right welcome back everybody to another episode of bonsai retro club we are continuing our uh little mini series on freaks and geeks and suzanne is back with me hello suzanne hi so always great to be back <laughs> yeah, and this we're just talking about this awesome, awesome retro TV show. Um, we are on now episode 11. Um, we've covered the first 10 so far, so we're more than halfway through the up through the series. There's only 18 episodes, so we only have a few left. And uh, going fast. Yeah, I know it is. So this episode is called Looks and Books, and uh, this this a there's one part of this episode that's very funny to me. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other stuff. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, do you want to give us a little quick breakdown of this of this episode, Suzanne? Um. Okay. Well, there <laughs> there is a, a section where we I, I believe where the episode starts out um, with with Lindsay and the freaks who are driving in um, her car or her parents' car, and it's maybe one of the first times that she takes the car out, and she's got everybody in the 
in the uh, back seat and they're all kind of packed in and they're making noise and they're distracting her. And uh, one thing very poignant that I remember is that during this scene, Joe Jackson's uh, I'm the man, I think it is, okay. is blaring in the car and it's mm-hmm. this very frenetic, repetitive song. And uh, Ken at one point is like, will you put that new wave shit off? Yeah, Ken, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, no, 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 you do not put off Joe Jackson. But then moments later, she's so flustered, she, she gets into a crash and the car is like half totaled, you know, one of the first times she's trying to drive somewhere. Um, so, you know, she gets in all sorts of, of trouble and she makes this decision that maybe it's not such a good idea that she has taken up with these freaky kids. And decides she's yeah she decides then all right you know what I'm gonna take a step back and I'm going to go back to Millie who's been harassing her to go back to the mathletes uh, club yeah so she (laughs) she then shows up the next day at school in this really conservative outfit with her hair and a little barrette so that (laughs) you know she looks kind of really clean cut and she's got a little bow at her collar you know yeah and. She shows up and Kim says something like, what did you just come from church? What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah. And, and she gets very, you know, pissed off at them and says, listen, maybe I don't, I don't need you guys in my life anymore because I'm sick of getting in trouble for you guys. And, uh, you know, the thing is, they don't have families who get on them about this kind of crap. You know, they're just have parents who are like, don't care, you know, or. Right. I think they're, you know, the, say rotten things about them every day of the week, not just when they crash a car. So uh, so Lindsay decides that she's going to go back to Millie and she's going to be nice and clean cut and she's going to be a mathlete. And she gets very competitive as she gets back into the mathlete championship. I'm she, so glad you remember this stuff because this this part of it, I, I now that you're bringing it up, I totally remember it. But I totally forgot about it up until just now yeah i have remembered the car crash part but then just in reading a little bit into it online i'm also remembering now how she was like fighting really cutthroat with the other mathletes to get like the top spot yeah like seat um, seat number one or whatever it is um with right that right other girl and, that was supposedly better than her and uh-huh yeah. uh-huh now i do and remember, so then she was I, I gotta jump back to the car accident Sure, sure. So the car accident was not totally her fault. In fact, it wasn't her fault at all. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how she so, got hit. So she's, just that everybody was clamor. You know, it was just like clamorous in that car at that moment. She's driving down, you know, some random side street, and she is being distracted by the other kids. And I'll give, I'll, you know, I'll give that that part of it. it it's kind of their fault. But a lady backs out of her driveway right in front of her. And then yeah. she's then she's okay. the, the lady is like totally blaming them for driving erratically. But you know, um, if you're backing up and you back out in front of somebody, I don't care what the circumstances are, it's your fault. It's that yeah, you don't have the right of way to drive <laughs> no, you know out of your driveway right. into traffic. Yeah, exactly. The other person has the right of way. She so. was just like being a major, just royal pain in the ass uh, person to deal with. And of course, Lindsay's, you know, she's 16, so she's like, oh my God, I feel I'm, I'm sorry, whatever, and just co- totally caves. Mm-hmm. Which, looking back, you're like, you should have stood up for yourself and said, hey, look, you backed out in front of me. That's 
not my fault. You know, I mean, you can't mm-hmm. stop. I have, I've had somebody actually back out into the side of my car driving through a parking lot, and then they tried. Yeah, I had somebody then they tried. To they tried to blame me. I'm like, uh, you backed out into the side of my car. How was it my fault? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah that 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 storyline. That's that's interesting. And then, um, yeah. So she gets into the mathletes. Gets mm-hmm. back into Goes it, back to and she's like, yeah. she's like trying to get back into that first spot, and the one girl that's there, Millie's pushing for her. She's helped. She's trying to help it Lindsay out as much as she can. I love Millie's character. She's, yeah, she's Millie, this cute little side Millie's... character. It's really she throws every an interesting little twist into uh, every every few episodes. You'll see her but, really active. Yeah, she does, and and Millie is very you know like milk toast white white bread you know. Oh yeah. Miss Apple Pie, but she does she doesn't waver. She's very committed, you know? And she doesn't want to be a freak. You know, she doesn't look at them like Lindsay does where they're the cool kids. Mm-hmm. She just look, looks at them like I don't even want to be do that. What's the matter with you? <laughs> so, she's very true to herself. Yeah. And she's got, you know, she's um her her family's very religious apparently. And yes. one of the funniest lines that I remember her saying if she's talking about Kim Kelly and she's like, she fornicates it. I'm like, <laughs> it's not, like, like I didn't know that was a verb, like in that sense. <laughs> fornicates it. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it was this episode, but just something that Millie has said in the past about Kim. Uh, just thought mm. it was funny, you know, as cause mm. Kim's a little more wild. And Millie is yeah, well. yeah. But yeah, I do no. like the fact that even even though Lindsay kind of diverges into this other group, um, and Millie chastises her over it, but they still remain friends, basically. Right. You know, and even if they're not hanging around together in that group. And Millie never turns her back on Lindsay. Right, right. Like she she she's always there for her, um, and we'll see later in another episode where uh, Lindsay comes back to her again for help right right and they yeah. still you know they always mesh through yeah. the whole thing so but they've been neighbors for a long time apparently like mm-hmm. all the, like all their lives they've known each other pretty much all their lives so mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of cool anyway um okay so she's back in the mathletes mm-hmm. and and uh yeah the, there's this whole competition where i think she somehow outsmarts that other girl yes. who was being very snooty about the fact that she was suddenly the top dog in the mathletes. Um, and, uh, right. I think, I think there's some kind of triumph there where Lindsay gets the final question or gets mm-hmm. into that, that seat and shows that girl up, which is kind of nice, you know, to see her, you know, come out with some vindication of her own. Um, and it, you know, showing that she could go back anytime and be Miss Mathlete star, whatever she wants to. Right. And this that was, was kind of, and we'll, we'll, We'll jump over to Sam's story here in a minute, but yeah, um, which is a good story. <laughs> it is funny. So after after Lindsay like lays into her friends, her freak friends, saying, you know, mm. I I don't need your you anymore. I'm just, you know, you guys. I keep getting in trouble for you guys and all that. And they show this really cool way of supporting her towards the end of the episode. Um where they 
start showing up for the mathlete sessions, like the 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 competition oh, between yeah, the other. Oh yeah, that's right. And they end even up, though she had told them, "Leave me alone, you guys." They still showed up and and cheered for her. In fact, they brought a bumper to the car that she smashed. They brought it to Aww. the competition and held it up at the end, <laughs> like, yeah, Lindsay, you know, because she won, and, and they, they were going to help her fix her car. Wow. So it, See, it, so they have yeah. heart. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's, it's a cool little storyline, and it just, you know, continues to build, continues to build the uh, relationship between Lindsay and her freak friends, and I think it bonds mm-hmm. them even closer, even though she attempted to step away by getting yeah, back into I, the mathletes. Yeah, she kind of bridged both worlds there. Where she yeah. could she could do both and she could still be friends with, with uh with Millie. But yet the freaks were not they're not wasteoids. They they loved her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like they support her. They were there for her. No so do you, do you remember if at the end of the episode does she actually go back to like um uh Klauchewski? And and give up on the mathlete says it's just not I'm it's just um, not in I don't, me anymore and she walks away. No, from I or don't. Something. I don't remember whether that was resolved. I, I believe I remember that by the next episode they weren't really talking about that anymore. That she was right. back to hanging out with Kim and Daniel and and Ken. Um, but I don't know if they specified that she just had not, nothing to do with the mathletes anymore. I'd have to go back and look. You know, maybe they they won their championship and then were on hiatus for a while. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So, um, so Sam, let's let's jump over the other one. So Sam's trying to be cool. (laughs) Poor Sam. Now, poor Sam. This 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 episode, I didn't have that experience of where I you know tried to fit in the way Sam was. But my grandpa used to wear one of these suits all the time. Okay. He, they were called overalls. It's not a Parisian night suit. It's overalls. <laughs> and my grandpa wore those but, all the time. But just like, not, not like work overalls, like that whole jumpsuit bit. Yeah. Like, no, like the whole jumpsuit. He wore that all the time, and it was. Not... I know they sold them. I know I've seen oh, yeah. that, like retro no. pictures and catalogs of this being the cool thing. You're gonna get all, you know, women will be all over you. I think that was kind of a a thing. Yeah, but... not that it worked, but yeah, my it grandpa was an didn't. Ad- ad- my grandpa didn't wear it for that purpose, though, at all. <laughs> it was like a work <laughs> outfit. It was working, you know. It was, okay. It was for work. All right. Uh, but I swear, if you if you went back and asked any of my family, my cousins, everybody. You know, if you saw this episode and saw what that outfit that Sam put on, they would say, oh, my God, Grandpa used to wear those all the time. It, it would, it's just it's <laughs> at least it was for utilitarian purposes. Yes, though. It was. So <laughs> so Sam goes to um, the store and it ends up being that guy. I think it's Howie or no. Yeah, it's, it's like a, the, it's the guy same store. It's, it's just like, um, you know, uh, IDs, right? Wasn't that the right. same guy who sold me the IDs? Uh, He's got shit going on in the back of the store. Yeah. <laughs> so they they go to the, they, he goes to the store and he's looking for some. I don't know why he's 
trying to find. He wants to look. Yeah, more why cool. they went shopping for something? Yeah, and he ended up being talked into this Parisian night suit nightmare. Yeah. These are just in from from Paris, you know, or whatever from from France, and it's the Parisian night suit. They're going to be the biggest hit, and uh, it's a ridiculous looking thing for uh, a teenager to be wearing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. But it was a little bit of a throwback to Saturday Night Fever and that white suit that yeah, John Travolta true, wore. True. It wasn't too long before this was taking place. The lapels, so, the, the collar on these things, man. They yeah, reached, and like the they zipper. The <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole idea was that he was trying to get Cindy to notice him again, I think, because she was falling for that other jock guy. Was it right. Todd? Somebody? Right, Todd, yeah. Right, so he figured I got I've got to change something up here. I've got to do something new, and he like gets his hair all like blown round, like feathery and stuff, all yeah. all pushed back and everything. And he gets this new suit, and you know he's he's bought this whole line that Howie gave him about how it's just gonna make him irresistible, right? Yeah. And I think for a moment you see him kind of prancing down the hall with like the, a John Travolta esque type of you know struts and similar music going on so um and that the 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 part and i'm gonna jump back so i'm sorry to interrupt um no go ahead well, the part I'll that cracks the, the the part that cracks me up is right before he goes to school is when he goes home with that new suit and he's like got it on the hanger and he's talking to himself in the mirror and he's like oh yeah you're looking <laughs> Like it is such a great scene, and he so bought the whole concept. You know, he's totally, he he's totally in. He's like, yeah, hey Cindy, he's he's looking at her. Hey Cindy, how how you doing? How you doing? You know. <laughs> and he's just holding the suit up in front of him, and he's like dancing around his bedroom, like, oh yeah. <laughs> he's feeling good at that point, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and then he goes to school and. And as yeah. he, he, he starts to realize, oh, wow, people are looking at me. Yeah, people not get me the in a weird way. kind of reaction he was looking for. Yeah. Like and his confidence le- at last, like four big struts. <laughs> and then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. What's going on around me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything but, changed. Yeah, to the point Every, where, yeah. yeah. To the point where he just, after a while, just like bolts for the bathroom to try and figure out how he's going to undo this now. Yeah, and I think he starts to try to leave and it ends up being Mr. Rosso that like takes him back to his house to change clothes or yeah, something. Yeah, to like get him that. checked. That's right. To try and change so that I could go back to school and finish the day. Yeah. I think I don't remember Mr. exactly Rosso. how he gets out I, of that. I don't that. know, but it was just such a it's just a funny scene with him dancing and then like getting the reality hits him as he's walking through the hallway with everybody. Yeah, like, no, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I may have, may have made a small judgment and uh, error in judgment on this one. <laughs> right. But once again, there's that moment, that absolutely excruciatingly humiliating moment mm-hmm. where you you realize you have to just bolt out of the school. You can't even stay another moment. And yeah. <laughs> I think he was yelling at Rosso in the parking lot saying, take me home now. I don't care yeah. if you get fired. 
Yeah, I uh, I had a I, I I can recall a moment that I I was desperate for help from from my mom, and this was probably like seventh grade, sixth sixth grade maybe. And you know sometimes when you're in the this is back in the days of the knee highs, right? Knee high socks like. Long mm-hmm. socks, you know. The tube socks, long yeah, tube, tube socks. Tube socks all the way up to the, yeah. just up to the knee, right? The knee, right, yeah. And uh, in Calif- Southern California, everybody wore shorts anyway, so the socks were way up to the knee. And I, in my dark morning getting ready for school, grabbed two different socks. Hmm. And I got to school. I'm Uh-oh. like, why is why one has red stripes and one has blue stripes? I'm like, this is not good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see now nowadays as adults we're like, you know, two two Whatever. different color stripes gives gives crap. But when you're in high school or middle school, that's yeah. like, oh my god, I might as well have a huge bullseye on yeah. your back. It's devastating. Come get me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like. There were some there were some kids that were really mean about stu- stupid little stuff like that. Oh, absolutely! Like if you didn't have the right pair of sneakers on, forget it. Oh, you were I know. toast uh, in my school. Well, I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, a situation where, um, and this goes back to socks again. I know it's weird. Two different topics about socks. He, <laughs> this this one kid, um, like his socks. Like the elastic in his socks had worn out, so he oh, had, that was a, so he had bummer. taken a rubber band and put it oh, on no. his on his sock, and you know, the cool guys, of course, actually, you know, the cool guys are usually the dicks anyway. Starts, you know, kind of making fun of him about his rubber band about the around the one sock. Yeah. Anyway. Like how do you get out of it? Because then they would still yeah, make fun no, of him. Sock uh, fell down. Oh yeah, I don't know where that came from. I think he just kind of like took it off, and he's like, yeah, I don't know, rubber ant. I was reminding me of something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't, I don't know if I had a moment exactly like this where like I thought I was in something cool and it turned out to be terrible. But I do, and it wasn't even high school. I do remember in like sixth grade. Okay, when I was a kid, I, I might have mentioned we didn't have a ton of money or anything. Mm. We kind of you got what you got. You wore what you wore. But my grandfather actually worked in the garment district in New York City, and he, mm. he, his company created um, little girls' clothing. Okay. So I always had really nice dresses when mm. I was a young kid, you know, like in elementary school. But you get to middle school, and you don't want to wear little girls' dresses anymore. And, right. uh, you know, but when you're little, like me, like I said, I was I like, looked like I was two grades. The size that I was was like two grades younger than everybody else looked um, and I could still fit into the little girl clothes which my grandfather con- continued to send mm-hmm. and me and my mother had it out huge one day when I said I would refuse to wear those dresses anymore because you know you can't go to school in like little Mary Jane's jumps you know and jumpers when you're in sixth or seventh grade you get crucified I um, do not and- want to look like Holly Hobby damn it right exactly <laughs> <laughs> so, but there was when we came to odds at this, my mother forced me to put on one of those dresses and go to school. Mm-hmm. And it had the little like cap sleeves that were like all puffed up. Oh my! And 
bee, honeybees and daisies on it and little thing of lace. And it was just horrifying. That sounds that just like, like I, I just said Holly Hobby. That sounds exactly like Holly Hobby stuff. It kind of was because that was, it was Holly Hobby was, Holly Hobby was in. I went oh, as Holly Hobby. Oh, it was huge. I mean, just like, think, I mean, Little House on the Prairie was a big thing then. Right, right, right. So I, I ended up having to wear this dress and I wore at least, brought a sweater that I could put over that top, which was really the top was the ruffly part. Mm-hmm. So then it just looked like a sweater and a skirt. But I was so absolutely mortified throughout the whole day that someone was going to be able to see this horrifying little girl dress on me at, you know, 12 or 13 years old, whenever exactly it was, that uh, I remember showing it to like one girl in the bathroom who asked me why I was so upset. And just like undoing the sweater and opening it up and having them look at me like, no oh way. my God, how did you let your how did you let your mother put you in that? Really? But, <laughs> uh, that was it. I would not wear the dresses ever again. But that was just such a humiliating day. Wow, that's that's an amazing memory to have. I mean, to to be able to say, look, I had. I was actually talking to somebody about my outfit. That that's so that's such a a great story to have. Like one of those little <laughs> hidden gems of Yeah, um, I guess. Of, yeah, I, don't I think know I ever I know, told anybody it, about it. I don't think I ever did. Well <laughs> just I, that one girl who followed me into the bathroom to see why I was upset. <laughs> well I never I never said anything to anybody about my mismatched socks. Ever in uh, my life, I've never said that. I never. I don't think I've ever even told my wife about that story, just because it was. <laughs> it's so unimportant nowadays. I mean, I know. know, but when you're, you know, in middle school or in, you know, it's, early high school, it's oh, just yeah. everything. Everything it's is everything. devastating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it, you know, at, in from one point of view, I look at you know some of the friends who have teenagers or whatever. And you hear some of those stories, I'm like, oh, so dramatic. Come on, get over it. But then you look <laughs> no. back, you're like, oh, God. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that day. Yeah. We, we I had, had some... to wear the skirt with the honeybees on it. There was drama. There was drama back in our day, too, and we forget about it. So, yeah. You know, 30 years later. <laughs> 30 or 40. 40 years later, I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah, wow. Well. 37, 38, whatever it takes. <laughs> so anyway uh good anyway. episode i'm gonna read some of the music that's involved in this one um okay like you like mentioned said, before joe jackson joe jackson um, a couple of good joe jackson songs yeah, i was psyched I, about that i'm the man and that Rick was Sharp. his year yeah that was mm-hmm. a big year for him oh yeah uh slip kids by the who slip kid slip kid slip mm. kid that's a good song i don't know if i know that one um you might you probably recognize it if you heard it Stomp by the Brothers Johnson. I I don't know which one they're talking about. Okay, that's a disco song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't. Yeah, I remember. Can't wait to talk about the disco episode. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one too. (laughs) That's the last episode of the season, though. Right. Uh, Right. So Stomp by the Brothers Johnson, and then Flamethrower by the Jay Giles Band, which is one of my I I love the Jay Giles. Okay. Um, and then talk, Take the Long Way Home by Super Tramp is in this one also. Oh, yeah. That was a great album. Yeah. Yeah, Super Tramp, that was um, that was their prime, too. Yeah, that was a big like deal album. In those couple, hour, couple years. 
So huh. anyway, um, I think that's about all I have for this episode. What about you? Yeah, I, I would say so. I think we I think we got to the core of that one. Yeah, it's fun stuff, yeah. man. <laughs> Every episode's got something just a little bit a little bit more interesting that uh yeah those little tidbits that they throw in there. Mm-hmm. So that Parisian <laughs> night suit though, man. Oh my god, how funny is that? We're gonna have to find pictures of those, you know, from from catalogs and just tell you somehow what. Oh yeah, you know that this actually existed. People actually bought these things and thought they were sexy. We're gonna have to look for that. Like when we were doing the Sears catalog stuff, right, right. I think we saw something like it, man. This is we uh, might have, and I know that people have sent me around like memes that have. Can can you believe people wore this? And there were ads like that about guys, like a guy on a yacht with like a woman in a bodysuit at his feet, and he's in blue jumpsuit, you know, with it open and the chain and the and the chest hair and. Oh, it was terrible. I think part of it is just the color of that, like I the the picture. Oh, that, that doesn't I, help. That, it's that <laughs> it's like powder blue. It's yeah. Right. It's really it's right. Good stuff. I think they came in like powder pink too. Like guys would actually wear that in pink, which I'll is even what, worse. Nowadays, I would rock that shit right there. Oh my god! Wait, I have some pictures <laughs> coming up on. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna have to send you some pictures. Okay. <laughs> please, please do. <laughs> no, wait here. One of the taglines is that it's one piece, so you can just zip it right off. You. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try not to laugh at that too much, That's but nice. it's really horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All you need are like some big gold chains right there. You're set. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, all right, well, um, we'll wrap this one up. So that okay. is uh, episode 11, Looks and Books. We'll be back for another episode, uh, episode 12 next time. That'll be The Garage Door, which is another interesting twist in the whole series. So um, that was Looks and Books, and we are going to wrap it up by saying thank you very much for listening to the show. And... Um, if you want to connect with any of us, we are through bonsairetroclub.com. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook uh, through, you know, just keep clicking links. Click on the links. Clickety, linkity thing, right? Clickety, linkity thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was what you said one time. Yeah, right? I think so. Clickety, linkity things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, you know. Follow us out there. You can always hear our latest episode through uh, our our tweets and and other things. So um, be excellent to each other and have a good whatever. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, Suzanne. Bye. Cool. Yeah, I, Sorry, I didn't, I, didn't I, need I, to make the computer uh, ding, but I just had no. to send you a picture too. <clears throat> oh, that was that was a picture. Cool. Yeah. Wait, one more coming. Destroy these once you look at them, because... <laughs> oh, that is really... That's radical. Wait, one more. Is that Chris Chris, Chris Christopherson? <laughs> no, that's his, like, I don't know, sleazy oh, brother. <laughs> that's so good. Chris Christopherson's sleazy older brother. Now, see, we had an 80s 
party, you know, back uh, when my wife and I turned 50 a couple years ago. But mm -hmm. if we were going to have a 70s party, that's what I want to wear right there. The that one, is, you got to hustle one with One easy one. piece. Oh, man. The zipper <laughs> with the big old ring on it. Yeah. I'm going to have to send you a picture of a jacket that I have that I got from my dad that he had mm -hmm. in the 70s. Now, it's a it's a reversible Oh, exciting. <laughs> okay, so it, it's like that 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 more of an orangey leather, orangey brown leather. Okay. Okay, like the rusty brown kind of color. But yeah. it's 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 actually a uh I think it's called a uh so waiter's cut. Mm. Like sir, I'm not like that a, familiar with terms on regarding men's garments, so So it's a it's a it's a jacket, it's a leather jacket. But I, it's cut short on the waist, like it's not not a full length coat, like it goes right to your waistline. Okay. Okay. And mm -hmm. it's reversible, so one side is suede, one side is leather. Okay. And the pockets on, very on, fancy. <laughs> it's very fancy. <laughs> the pockets <laughs> on the. I think on the on the suede side are zipper pockets, like the <laughs> you know the pot the patch pockets on your on the breast pockets. So those are zippers, kind of like this one, like this one piece white outfit that the guy's wearing that you sent. Mm -hmm. um, there's zippers like that, and then on the leather side they're buttons, they're snaps, not buttons, snaps. So they still they have pockets on both sides of the jacket. It's it's crazy, man. It's yeah. a great yeah. jacket. And Sounds quite attractive. <laughs> I don't know if I can ever part with it. Because <laughs> okay. it's 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 it screams seventy eight, seventy nine, somewhere in there. And and my dad passed a few years ago, and it's like it's like one of those items that he gave to me. I'm like. I don't know if I can ever get rid of this thing. It's like, it's so, it's so retro and, and classic. Yeah, it is. It is <laughs> some, it's something special. I can't believe he actually fit in that thing because it's, it's a little snug on me and I'm not a big guy. And he was six foot, uh, six, six one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like five, nine. So I don't know how he fit into that jacket ever. Cause he was always bigger than me. But anyway. Well, I guess the tighter the better at the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we did wear our jeans kind of snug back in the day. Yeah, that, that's true. It was that Jordash era. Yeah, I remember um, a buddy of mine was making fun of his his older sister. You know, she was like a year or two older than us. And she's wearing like really, really tight jeans. He says to her, he says, what, did you have to jump off the off the roof to get into those things? <laughs> My sister-in-law tells stories about how she would literally lie down on the bed and get mm. a hanger and put the hanger oh, through yeah. the little hole in the zipper and yank the, the jeans up, yeah, the I've zipper heard, up. I've she was the skinniest stories, person so. on the planet. Wow. <laughs> she still so did she's, that. So she's like in a, in a zero? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I've heard, I've heard those stories too. Uh, laying on the bed to flatten out your stomach to pull it t tighter or mm -hmm. something. I don't know. I never had to do that, so 
I just, yeah. I mean, we did have, the guys had tighter jeans too, but not like what the girls were wearing back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we had it a little rough. <laughs> it was a little pain. Could be a little painful sometimes. Yeah. How do you breathe? <laughs> uh, it's not so much breathing. It's like trying to bend over and then it like cuts into your rib cage. <laughs> Oh, and that, that was when the, the cut was really high, too. Um, yeah, and the right? jeans like were really the, yeah. thick. You know, like now they have those nice stretchy jeans that oh. have a lot of, like, uh, give and elastic in them. We had yeah. these very heavy, dark, uh, it was like wearing sandpaper, practically. But well, in I any case. I have a pair that I bought for our 80s party of 501 button flies. Mm. Do you remember how popular <laughs> those were? I do, yeah, Levi's, yeah. Levi's 501 button fly. Yeah. Yeah, what a pain in the ass, all those buttons. It really is. After I, I, I found it at like a, I think I picked it up like a Goodwill store actually, and they were in good, good shape. But I got them home and I'm like putting them on to wear for the party. I'm like, okay, this isn't working. So I, I ended up wearing the spandex that I ordered. <laughs> instead <laughs> well <laughs> that was more Tiger comfortable stri- it was no zebra stripe spandex that I that I oh man how with. rock and roll that's yeah. right you were kind of like a headbanger type yeah, full on so yeah anyway alright well I'm going to let you go it's okay. 9.15 I don't want to keep yeah, that too I'm much later yeah I want to get later. some stuff um, done on the side yeah it feels but like it's never it was fun right. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. alright cool Um, I, I don't know what when we are going to get back together with Dave and and uh, Rose, um, but we'll have to continue to try to knock out a few more of these. Yeah, if we don't have too soon. many left, right? Uh, we have, uh, if we're at 11, seven, yeah, maybe. Eight. We have eight left. Oh. But eight episodes or eight eight episodes in full? Yeah. Eight total, yeah. Wait. Yeah, so that's four sessions. I'm sorry. Six. Oh, okay. Six. Down to three sessions. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So seven, seven episodes actually, but we could, might be able to, we'll do six and then one last one because the last episode is awesome. Yeah, it's true. It is. We'll get back <laughs> to the disco theme. Yeah. But uh, right. yeah, right now I right. guess I have to run yep. and uh, get myself together for the next couple of things I have to do, but it's been fun. Oh yes, very <laughs> it's always fun. A, it's always fun. Cool. All right. Okay. Have a good rest of your evening, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks a lot. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Show.
This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel said. Hey, Bonsai! 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 Bonsai!